Was that 15 minutes? Say 15 minutes again. 15 minutes? All right, moving on to the... You could have saved a lot of money in your insurance if you'd called 312-945-6254. On <laughs> that amount of time. <laughs> Such a weirdo. <laughs> Welcome to On That Just Happened Gate. <laughs> You'll never get rid of us. Crossover episode number two. We're like a disease. <laughs> the podcast that makes your commute suck just a little bit less. Pre-recorded at the FTC today. Finally Welcome back to home. FTC. Back home. <laughs> Edited at Lazarus Bay Studios. Recording in high quality audio for posterity on May 25th. <laughs> to be aired on May 31st. With closed captions where available, we submit for approval your weekly source of audio debauchery. I'm Rodney Sinio. I'm Adam Flores. And two very special guests back at the FTC today. Well, for the first time in the FTC. Well, we're back at the FTC, but yeah, they're oh, first time in the FTC. It's their first time. First time comers. We're back. Their first time. <laughs> yeah, we welcome all comers. First time I gotta cry. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. King Lobster himself, first off, how much Jackie got to drink? Steve Michael Barton. I don't have any right now. <laughs> sad, actually, but I've got some uh, summer shandy. We so. got some JMO. If we're going to do the pledge, we're going to have to do some jank. I'm okay with that. <laughs> and, and the admin for the TCA, Mr. Jared Sampson. Hey, everybody. <laughs> he gets this nice beginning opening and stuff. King King Crab and all this. Uh, King and Lobster. It's King or, Lobster, damn it. Oh, well, King Lobster sidekick. Depends on what Speedy. you heard about him. Jared Sampson. We'll call you the Claw Kid. <laughs> I want to throw out the sidekick. Kid Claw, not I, Claw Kid. Call you whatever I want. Man who edits the vagina dialogues. <laughs> and gets paid handsomely for it, apparently. <laughs> Uh, low blow? That. Is that a low blow? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> don't you worry about my payment structure. <laughs> as long as you don't start editing our podcast, I don't want to do it. <laughs> anyway, good to have you guys here. Yeah, thanks uh, for having way us, out to Chicago. Thanks for feeding us. and Welcome to Florist Theater Comiskey. This is awesome. You guys are both Sox fans, right? So, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Even though someone's from Michigan. That, I was born there. The hits just keep on coming, huh, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> just, just throwing all my dirty laundry out, I'm aren't I? I'm just saying. It happens. Might not be able to trust you completely. <laughs> it's okay. I'll get over it. I mean, anybody born that close to Canada. Blame Canada. I like Canada. I've never even been there, but I, I've, I've heard good things. I like Canada. been a couple times. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> Not the French part. Eh? All right, moving on to shoutouts. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, you have to see today's screaming go. <laughs> All right, so usual shout out today. Shout out to the wife for uh, cooking dinner for these. I was gonna say fine gentlemen, but just gentlemen, I guess. <laughs> uh, That's accurate. Yeah. Good job. Great fajitas. That was delicious. It was awesome. Absolutely. Shout out to Robin from Toronto, Canada. One of the new listeners. Friends with her on Yahtzee. Yahtzee. Yeah. Mobile Yahtzee. <laughs> I had to ask. It's networking. Here's the thing. In, in the game, to get different colored dice, Rodney understands this. Racist. To get different colored dice, you have to perform different acts. One of which was... Editing. Joe Blobs. Yeah. Talk to somebody from Canada. <laughs> One of them was uh, send 10 messages to 10 different people. It was just, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? And then, you know, of course, people responded back. I don't want to be a dick. And uh, listen to my podcast. Listen to my podcast. Yeah. I was like, hey, yeah. That's what it literally got to. I'm like, oh, I have a podcast in case you're interested. I have a podcast. A couple people actually... Uh, uh, so, seem like they're interested, but oh my this person actually listened to it and she said she liked it. 
so it's going to recommend it to other people. So shout out to Robin. Thank you for listening. That's awesome. It's only half creepy, but that's <laughs> all right. awesome. I'll deal with it. It's only creepy. If it yeah, I need to get this caller to she's, she's not better at me than in Yahtzee, so I'm okay with it. Oh, man, you're better than her at a game. It's a digital version, I'm assuming, like mobile. Yes, she doesn't so come you, over so from yeah, Toronto so, so all the time. I mail her the dice that I roll. <laughs> <laughs> so you push a button, and it gives you a random set amount of dice and the numbers, and you're better at her at a game. Tell, tell me you don't get upset playing that game when you do play. I don't do you play ever Yahtzee. get upset? I yeah, I, I hate Yahtzee. Yeah. I love I Yahtzee. It. Anyway. No comment. Shoutouts? <laughs> uh, let's give a shout-out to, again, uh, your wonderful families for having us over here and making uh, delicious food. Let's shout-out to all of our loyal listeners to uh, thank them for their continued patronage and awesome ideas for humiliating Jerry that get inboxed to me. <laughs> that get inboxed to you? Yes. Directly to you, apparently not to the page. Oh, duh. So I got that going for me. Yes. <laughs> which, is, which, is which is nice. nice. <laughs> I got a shout-out to Ronnie for editing the last episode because yeah. that must have been a hey, monumental sir. task. <laughs> Because I was there, and it was... You hear how discombobulated it is on the episode? It's worse. <laughs> so much worse. You oh we were there. <laughs> it was... Yeah, at one point, Nick told me, it's like, yeah, when you started playing ICP, Fuck the World, it was actually louder than you guys were talking, so I couldn't hear it. I was like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We were just, we were just screaming nerds at that point. We were just yelling at each other. Oh, it was awesome. So, so shout out to that. Shout out again to the families for having us over, cooking us dinner. That was fantastic, delicious food. I appreciate it. And thanks for having us over. Swanky cow. Couches. I like it. Yeah, real swanky. They detach from one another. <laughs> well, that means I don't have to sit next to you, which is kind of nice. First class all the way. You mean you've been to me already tonight? I'm like, it's bad enough. I can see right down your the pant leg of your shorts from well, no, where I'm sitting. I, I love, like, this one's got holes in it. So like, <laughs> look, look at my broke-ass shorts, man. Check this shit out. Classy. But they're comfy. <laughs> All right, Ronnie, go ahead. I got a shout-out to my wife for uh, redirecting our Sunday plans so um, I can go record uh, Dash Drugs 3. I got a shout-out to The Belly of the Whale, which is the name of uh, Jonah Schneider's recording studio. <laughs> which makes sense. Because it's Jonah. Uh, shout out to it. Jonah and Aaron. All right. I can do um, that. And uh, we, we got a shout out to you on that show because they had the Jonah story of the week, well, which is on Dosh Drunks, which is kind of weird, was also the Florida story of the week oh, on the boy. show. So, yeah, really looking forward to that oh, coming well. out. Birthday shout outs. Our apologies. We missed birthday shout outs for the last episode for uh, the episode that aired on Sunday. So, shout out to my friend Mindy, whose birthday is today. Shout out to uh, Syed, uh, Syed number one of the Ahmed family, this generation. Shout out to Armando, whose birthday is in three days. Yeah. Well, well, three days from now, but this is going to be airing in the 31st, so it would have been four days ago. Two days ago. That, that, days that, ago. It's math. Whatever you do, it's, yeah. it's, it's math. It's like the scene with Dr. Manhattan. Hey, guess what? He <laughs> wish you happy birthday. Good enough, okay? He's probably listening to the Avengers episode. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, shout out to my cousin Vanessa. Shout out to my friend Claire. Shout out to my sister whose birthday is on the 29th. Shout out to my friend uh, Gigi, and shout out to my cousin Laverne. And shout out to all the servicemen and women that have served our country. Here in the greater United States, we have Memorial Day, which is, you know, we honor those that have fallen in battle or I guess in general. So we salute you people that serve to make sure that we can have this lame ass podcast on a weekly basis. And say what we want and do what we want. Exactly. Oh, you know what we gotta do shout outs for the next week too because it's gonna air on the 31st. Fuck. Okay. <coughs> shout out to uh, $5 Alex. Does he know he's called $5 Alex or do we just call him $5 Alex? Shout out to $5 Alex. <laughs> <laughs> He knows now. <laughs> shout out to my boy Alan. Uh, shout out to Nick Pacer, who's a friend uh, for, between Nick and I. Uh, Nick, Nick Pacer actually made all of our uh, TCA shirts. He made the nice. uh, Brewmasters. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I actually shirts. went to grade school with Nick Pacer, so it's kind of weird. Yeah. I talked to him a couple times trying to get all the shirts and everything. He's a good good dude. Nick Prohl and I uh, were uh, high school friends with Nick Pacer. Shout out to our friend Mariana and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Shout out to Zinnia and shout out to Michael Perez who does our opening intro for I'm Not Just Having yeah. Sleep Song. Yeah. How's he doing? He's good. He's good. He's, he's got a birthday coming up. Yeah, I follow him on Facebook, obviously. I follow him on Facebook and seems to be a pretty happy dude. Yeah, it's good. Go see him at, uh, I think it's on June 7th. Mm-hmm. June 7th at the House of Blue Chicago. Go see Red Novella. Buy your tickets from Red Novella. Show is uh, 17 and up. I think it's $10 if you get it from one of the band members ahead of time. Nice. Shout out to Geeks of Gogo. Shout out to Monica Gonzalez for Geeks of Gogo, where we're now on her site. Yeah, where you will see our scheduling for the podcast oh, every week. Cool. And you could also get the skinny on some nerd shit that even we don't know about. For instance, that convention that she went to where it was like candy mixed with nerd shit. They had a, a Darth Vader poster made out of jelly beans. Yeah, how about like a, I want an invite to that. We gotta get yeah. press passes. And apparently that's not open <laughs> to the public. Yeah. It's only, oh, it's only okay. press passes kind of thing, which she has. Uh, everybody <laughs> listening, get us some likes on Facebook so we can get some press passes to this kind of stuff. But yeah, shout out to Monica Gonzalez and shout out to uh, Bill. Rob Rocky. We gotta have you guys back on the show soon to, um, I guess we're gonna talk about Fuck Five Foxes Fantastic Four. Yes. Do an official yes. announcement for Geeks of Go-Go. I might e- even actually do a uh, type out a blog for that just so people actually can... You know how to write? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> a little bit. So speaking of people talking about our podcast... I got my podcast. I got my podcast on. Let's get to some podcast news a little bit. We've got new local listeners in new cities around the United States. New listeners in Scales Mound, Illinois, Deerfield Beach, Florida, Vinemont, Alabama. Welcome to the show. Listeners in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Brentwood, New York, Buffalo, New York, Dallas, Texas, Albuquerque, New Mexico, and of course, Wichita, Kansas. Internationally, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Toronto. Fontana, Canada. I got one. one I got one listener. Why don't you get us a listener in Puerto Rico? (laughs) I'm probably closer to the people in Toronto than I don't know in Puerto Rico. Literally and figuratively. Uh, new listeners in Aarau, Switzerland, heck, France. When you said literally, I was thinking littering and... Littering and... Smoking the river. river. <laughs> new listeners in Gothenburg, Sweden. Bork, bork, bork. And Borgen, Norway. Oh, we already saw it, said something about the goat. You're, you're going to make the goat scream again, right? Oh, I could do the make the goat scream again, yeah. I'm sure they'll love that. <laughs> that's awesome. Though. So that's all new listeners since uh, since last week. Or? Yeah, yeah. So that's all because of us. I, I that's think great. it's because you guys, guys are welcome. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's got to be nice to have some star power on your show. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. one time. <laughs> yeah, we always get those Eastern European listeners when uh, Jonah's on the show. He's got that hold in Russia. <laughs> Jonah's number one in Russia. <laughs> they probably think he's like some kind of fictional character or something <laughs> like that. Like, He's, he's not he's real. He's modern day Paul Bunyan. <laughs> and for as much as he drinks, he's like, he, he has to be one of us. You know? <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. Any more news? Oh, yeah. We are now available on Stitcher. Oh, yeah. Stitcher. Stitcher accepted our application. So, yeah, I advise Nick to get the get, get disease network on Stitcher. Hell so, you can yeah. find us on Podomatic.com. You can find us on SoundCloud.com. You can find us on iTunes. Podbay, which I don't know who put us on Podbay, but thank you for whoever who put us on Podbay. Of course, uh, Facebook.com forward slash hashtag UTJH. Geeksagogo.com every Monday morning at 6. Now, Stitcher. We are everywhere. Yeah. That's Apparently. awesome, guys. <laughs> 
can't stop the signal. All right, moving on to the um, what's gonna happen segment for today's um, I just saw. Obviously, it's like every other week. We have no idea what the fuck we're gonna say to one another about this, so that's kind of a surprise, which is nice. Corrections, it's gonna be a shit ton of them, so I'll live insurance. Definitely gonna get your money's worth today. Shout out to Nelson, <laughs> episode fifty-six. We will dedicate this podcast to you, my friend. We'll have you back on the show as soon as you're done with the training that we shall not speak about. Yep, soon enough, my friend. Soon enough. He's off today. We should have had him. You're in charge of booking. <laughs> I called him earlier, but he said he was busy today. Oh, okay. <laughs> Speaking of which, the fuck you segment, which I have a major fuck you to a social media site. Pissing on Graves today, we're going to be doing John Nash and his wife, whatever the fuck her name is. Comic Cliff Notes today, we're going to be doing Thank Baron you. Zemo, the original Baron Zemo, not Helmet Z- Zemo. Top topics today are, since it's Memorial Day, we're going to be doing war movies. Yeah, favorite war movies. Favorite war movies. Not just war, but soldiers in general. Starship Trooper. I said that earlier. Real Wars. <laughs> and Star Wars. Open forums <laughs> up in the air and promotions as per usual. So, let's get into the Um I Just Saw because I got a lot to talk about. Firstly, Um I Just Saw, Pitch Perfect 2. And you had the balls to bust me out about no, that? No, I really? said it's a great movie. Oh, I just don't cry to this shit. Yeah, just didn't cry. We're actually big fans of Pitch Perfect 2 on this pod. <laughs> yeah. Anna Kendrick looks amazing. Does uh, some pretty nice gyrating movements. She got naked. She does not, not like the first one. Ladies, one of the philosophies on the, the Um I Just Saw portion of the Um That Just Happened podcast is show it while people still want to see it. Correct. Fun fact about Pitch Perfect is uh, the woman that wrote it, the lady that wrote it is a Duke University alumni. Oh. So that's actually where Steve and I met. Okay, Cam. Part of our origin story. It's cute. Yeah. So. Shout out to the Beta Kappa Life. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> sure. Sorry. Anyway. Great movie. Obviously not as good as the first one. If Jared could interject for just a moment. Very good songs, I think. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks is hilarious. She's she's as per usual. Underrated hot chick? I don't no, she's, she's underrated. Just, just rated hot, rate hot chick. Yeah. Rate, rate, she's rate, underrated rate, funny rate, chick. She's, there you go. She's ah. an underrated funny chick is what she is. Because, okay. yeah. I mean, there's another movie on a while ago like where she's a reporter and she's walking through the city. Yeah, that didn't get any play at all. No, but I was. it happened to be on when I woke up because usually when we go to bed, we'll put on like Bob's Burgers and then we'll leave it on a movie channel the way it plays when we go to bed. I woke up to that and I was like captivated by it. Like, I was like, oh, it's Elizabeth Banks. I love her. And I, and, and I watched it and she was funny. It was good. But Zach and Mary, she was awesome in that. Granny panties? Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, so. 40 year version? Awesome yeah, in that. I, I just think underrated funny chick, because she's hilarious. Agreed. I'm not going to argue. Let's see. Today I saw Noah, which really? I know we don't talk about religion, but actually a pretty good movie, directed by Darren Aronofsky. That's where Russell Crowe's building ships, singing songs, making movies, and fighting around the world? That's right. Yes. <laughs> which ties into our John Nash thing, because he was in the movie with none other than Jennifer Connelly, who <laughs> most of us like. Still is hot, even as... Is that what I caught the know, slap for? You did. That is. Older white <laughs> yeah. woman. Uh, watched Cujo with the white she had never seen it. She was freaking out very much. We watched G.I. Jane yesterday. I'm sorry. That's a that's a jacked up movie. Which I don't think is a bad movie. I've when it first came out, I was like, oh whatever, you know, women in power, blah blah blah. But if you go back and actually watch the movie, it's not bad. Like it's it's along the same veins of like a lot of those old school '90s movies where is there a workout montage? There's a workout montage. <laughs> that's what I'm just gonna say. Like there's a whole segment where she's like sweating and working out. Which I blame my her obesity legs for the legs. lack of workout montages in movies these days. Because <laughs> now you could go back and watch the old movies. I could go back and watch the old movies. And I think that's about it. I've been watching a lot of Netflix lately, so. Go ahead, Steve. What have you seen? Oh, 
lot of things. Um, I just started rewatching Game of Thrones from the beginning, so trying to catch some details that I might have missed before. I'm trying to think if there's, if there's anything new that I've seen besides Age of Ultron. Besides, yeah, I mean that was the last thing. Ah, uh, season finale <clears throat> Arrow. Yeah, but that I was gonna save that for the fuck you segment. Mm. You mean Batman? The the Batman no, series finale? No, it's not Batman. Shut up. <laughs> they were gonna have Harley Quinn in it. <clears throat> no, they weren't. They were, and they they literally oh. had to write her out of the entire storyline for the rest of the season because Tara Strong was in it because. DC was like, oh, you know what? We're not gonna, we can't do Harley well, Quinn because they were probably getting ready to do the Suicide Squad. Exactly, which but is they why had they, a whole which story. Why they arc. Killed off the entire Suicide Squad and Arrow, or supposedly. Bad enough they're we'll, making a Suicide Squad. We'll get, spoiler we'll, alert! We'll get to for that guys that haven't seen it yet. Dick. Well, you're gonna forget by the time you get there. That's so. true. <laughs> um, by the way, why don't waste the Terra Strong? You don't see her show her cleavage in it. Oh, is that your kid or my kid? Yeah. Not mine. Sounds like your kid. Uh, what else did I just see? <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, nothing nothing really new since Avengers. I've been kind of riding that wave. Sweet-ass wave. I had a, a surprising... I just saw that. Uh, you guys remember the movie Draft Day? The Kevin Costner movie that came out? Where yes, it's, uh, the baseball game? No, no, no it's a football. It football? It's, it's like where the NFL got all behind it and everything. And one, I don't really put much stock in Kevin Costner movies anymore. And two, if the NFL's pu- pumping money into anything, it's kind of like, oh, I don't really know about this. I have, I have a Kevin Costner movie that will restore your faith. Okay. Well, this one I was surprised. I, I was really happy with. Like Another one to where I, it was just kind of on. I missed like the first 10, 15 minutes of it, but I kind of got into it. Kevin Costner was awesome in it. It was a good press. Uh, a good premise. It was kind of like uh, art imitating or life imitating art because it was um, Kevin Costner plays the GM of the Sh- Cleveland Browns, and then their draft pick, they like the number one draft pick that everybody's like picking, ends up dropping in the draft, and then they move like they trade picks around. It, it was a lot like the Johnny Manziel thing when he came out of the draft and everything. I can't remember which one came out first, but I, I think it's kind of hard to rewrite a movie for the same draft that you're portraying that fast. Anyway, it was actually a really good movie, so it's not one that I'd say cut time out of your schedule to see it, but, but if, if it's, it's on. on and you ain't got shit else to do, it's worth your Is time. Is it better than The Postman? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> That's what I was worried I about. Mean, I, I didn't cry at it like Wait, you said well, The Postman. Yeah. But. Wait a minute. Wait, Wait a minute, Mr. Postman. This is uh, <laughs> I, th- I think Thank Kevin Costner was very good in uh, Man of Steel. I mean, it's not a major role, but... Oh, Mr. Don't Save Me from the Tornado because you're an alien who can run fast and no one would see you? It's not his fault. <laughs> That's just bad parenting. Although I did tear up when he's like, you are my son. It was a good movie. No, it wasn't. I think it was a good movie. I don't think it was accurate, obviously. Well, yeah. Because it's not. And it's it's a huge problem that DC has, apparently. Man of Steel, Arrow, Batman. It's the multiverse. It's okay. If you don't like one version, there's infinite others. But I think the emotion ran well in Man of Steel. Yeah, I thought... Like, you felt shit watching that movie. Even if it was anger, they made sure that you felt something. Which, which, by the way, is Henry Cavill back on the job... Yeah. Okay. They already walked off. There's no way. It probably flew off. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then playing along with uh, with Steve's Game of Thrones thing, one of the movies that I, I've seen kind of recently that I really liked that was a surprise was Knights of Badassery. It's on Netflix. It's got actually, it's got um guy that plays uh, Tyrion Lannister. The, the midget? Yeah. It's got Peter Dinklage. Yeah, Peter Dinklage. Thank you. I, I usually always remember the name. I'm forgetting. <laughs> I was say, I always just remember the midget. I don't know. No, 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 no. no. I love Peter Dinklage. He's a great actor. It's also got Steve Zahn in it, and it's just it's a movie to oh, where. Oh yeah, I've never seen the trailer for it. Yeah, to where it's like a succubus comes to Earth, and then these guys LARP all the time, and they find a Necronomicon type book, and it's just it's a blast of a movie. So that one, I would actually take time out of your schedule to watch. It's a, it's like Wait, an hour and a half. Shouting back to something gained episode twelve. You guys mentioned was it Dark Skies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dark like, Skies and like these horror pictures. movies that you guys are into. Do you yeah. know about this? Is that the Carrie Russell movie? No, no. Well, Dark Skies. 
Skies. Yeah, is that, yeah, a, that's is the a movie. Alien movie with Kerry Russell. Dark Sky Films is, is a completely separate, different film company, not associated with that film, I believe. Oh, yeah, right? there's a werewolf. You guys, you guys are there's, talking about. Was there's a, to, there's like... a zombie movie, a werewolf movie, and a crazy cult film movie. So no, it's not a zombie. It's a vampire movie. Is it, oh, is it oh, supposed okay. to feel sort of like the Universal monster films kind of Almost. thing? Almost. Like yeah, they're not interconnected, but it's it's the it's very similarly shot. It's same. It's it's got to be a small. It's got to be a small team doing all of them. And the main the main character is in two of the th- like the main character in Stakeland is in um, the same actor plays yeah the two different characters. Sorry, not yeah, but so it's like they kind of pull from the same group of people, same group of actors, but do different movies. So like they had this really good vampire movie, they had a really good werewolf movie that takes place in an old folks retirement community, and then this one that I kind of, that we really talked about on the episode twelve podcast. Was was Starry Eyes, which really, like I said, that one I was—that's ex- the one about the girl who was trying to be famous. Yeah, yeah that one. That one I was expecting this movie, and they took that expectation, like this this expectation that I was expecting it to go, and shifted it. And out of the three, that's the one you say we should watch. That and Stakeland. Okay. Have you seen? Have you guys seen VHS? No, but I yeah, want to. Like, I see it's like up to like it. two or three. Weird Al Yankovic? That's no, UHS. <laughs> oh, UHS. right. UHS. UHS. <laughs> Fucking Rodney. <laughs> no, VHS. Red Snapper. It's there are three of them now. Right. I watched the previous there, 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 one. It's, and two, it's a lot like The Ring. The real right? chop. No, it's the premise for part one are these, these guys are they're assholes. See, no, no, it's like a group. Of, it's a group of douchebags, and one of the guys like this guy's hiring us to go into this house, break in, steal this tape, and leave out. So they break into this house. And they're all trying to be quiet, and they're like, "Holy shit!" They go into a room, and there's a guy sitting there in front of a TV, but he's dead. And there's stacks of VHS tapes all all around. So they're like, "How do we know which tape it is?" And the guy's like, "Well, he said that you'll know when you see it." So one guy just puts a VHS tape in, and what he's playing is what the movie ends up becoming. So it's a short clip, some crazy shit, tape ejects, and you see a shot of the guy from behind, and now the dead guy that was sitting down behind him is gone. But he's the guy's looking at the TV, he's like, "What the fuck is going on?" So he puts the next tape, and then that's the next part of the movie, and he gets see that and then every time the tape ejects you see more of what's going on in the actual world like the, the dead guys walking around in the background now it's okay it that's, gets, that sounds it gets cool. pretty that, weird that's but it's kind of like the first one okay <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck wow it's random for the sake of random <laughs> it's funny though it is gosh was... <laughs> <laughs> you two can't sit next to each other i thought we brought this up last time True. Part that. two, they changed it up a little bit. You know, obviously different VHS tapes, but as it goes along, obviously the production value has gotten better. They've gotten a bigger budget and stuff like that, but it's crazy, crazy flicks. I think they're all on Netflix. Yeah, right all now. three of them are on. I, like, Did I you guys watch Old Boy? No. no. <sighs> You had one job, guys. <laughs> I, for, I forgot about it. Do you it. not want to see Elizabeth Olsen's tatas? I forgot about it until I started listening to the podcast today. Speaking of tatas, real quick, before you get to your elementary song, I'm sorry, I don't mean he to interject. like me. Like, I'm, I'm influencing him, right? Um, right. No, nobody. On YouTube, like you, we yeah. talked about it before, the Try Guys, they do random shit. Well, this time the Try Guys had boobs, where some, like, a makeup artist came and contoured boobs with makeup, and then they had implants, and at the end they're all like, tatas! So, that's where that... Okay, go. Okay, then. Uh, so, right. <laughs> Thanks for that. So I had to get it up. Unbeknownst to everybody, including Crazy. everybody here in the room, I actually finished editing with the podcast like Friday, and I just kind of had final finishing touches, doing like the intro and everything to do on Saturday. But anyways, I found myself with a whole lot of nothing to do lately, and I was... <laughs> 
really lost for time. So Rodney went back to the old Rodney's DVR and one watched a Silver Linings Playbook. Nice. Silver Linings Playbook? Silver Linings. I like that movie. Silver Linings Playbook? Silver Linings. Not, not Silver, Silver Linings. Linings. Silver Linings Playbook? There you go. Yeah. Jude Law. You gotta love that movie. Yeah, you know what? With who? Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, J-Law. I thought they said Jude Law. I'm like, <laughs> no. No, no. No, J-Law and Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. Incredible range that guy has. I still haven't seen... Did he make your heart? Did I make what? Did he make your heart? No. <laughs> I still haven't seen uh, American Sniper, yeah. right? Oh, at least it was a good movie. His recommendation, a lot. I gotta go see. But um, yeah, Jennifer Lawrence for me is just kind of the girl next door. It's kind of like, eh, even her nude pictures are like this is kind of what I expected. So it's not really a big surprise there. But yeah, her in that movie is incredible. Just she has great range, just like you. I don't find her particularly attractive for whatever reason. Yeah, something about crazy chicks. I don't know. But just in general, like like if I were to just see a picture, I'd be like. Eh. And she was a brunette in the movie. Yeah, which I did appreciate. Thank you very much. I know she did it partly for me. <laughs> <laughs> and Robert De Niro plays the shit out of that role. I oh, love yeah. Robert yeah, De Niro, that's a, man. That's Bobby a great D. performance. Yeah. But did he win Robert De Niro, Robert De Niro should have gotten a fucking Academy Award for playing, what's his name, in Rocky and Bullwinkle. Even in oh, that, yeah. he was awesome. Yeah, God, Freddie did that, yeah. Have you ever seen him anything that he, like, phoned in? Maybe that. <laughs> the Rocky <laughs> even, even as Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, he was the shit. I loved it. Did you see The Family? No. no with, with him and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, were there a mob family? family? Well, they're a mob family that gets put into witness protection, and they get found out, and the mob comes to comes kill them. That's, that's a really good movie, too. I was actually surprised by that one. Does Michelle Pfeiffer get naked in it? No, but she plays, like, his age wife. So, like, so. But she, like... But it's a good... I heard it's a really fun movie it, It's watch. really fun, and the daughter is... Who's, a, who's the daughter? Out. I don't know what... Is the, the daughter uh, Emma Roberts? Is it Emma Roberts? I don't know. Julie Roberts' niece? I don't know. Someone IMDb that? She doesn't do much I'm for not. me. She doesn't need it for me, but whatever. Well, have you seen anything else? No, that was my big one. That was it? Phrasing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show you my big one. Which, by the way, now that we're talking about phrasing... Diana Agron. I was kind of afraid to ask... She's from Glee. I'm sorry. She's from Glee. Yeah, Diana Agron. I'm only one episode into Archer. Judge me all you want. Oh, don't. We did. Yeah. Just uh, instantly. You don't so, like it? Huh? You don't like it? No, I liked it. It's just, oh. you know... With my schedule, you know, I gotta get back to watching Silver Lines Playbook, you know, find some time to watch Archer. I still haven't she gotten on the Daredevil. Yeah, it's like, it's like she plays the same character she does in Glee, basically. Uh, so she's that, singing a lot in the movie? No, she, like, murders people in the movie. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so I didn't realize what we were actually talking about in the Because Nick had to explain to me why Steve Posegay is Thanos. Thanos. Yeah. yeah. I'll just do it myself. <laughs> I did not get that at the time. And I if you, lost yeah, my... if you don't know him, it's, it's a reference lost yeah. on people that don't mm. know him. You don't know him either. You never met him. Yes, I have. When have you met Steve Posgay? We, Steve Posgay you know what TW, TW means? No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Tuesday, Wednesday, when Tuesday, I, Wednesday. When I was doing theater at when we did the summer show, he came around. Well, that's summer show. That Tuesday, Wednesday, pledged. Thursday? Wednesday? Well, no, that was after we pledged. Well, what does TWOTW TW mean? The will to win. You're a Sox fan? You don't know that? I'm not a Sox fan. I'm sorry, I don't know that. Yeah, fine. Shut up. They just, lost. <laughs> they just lost bad. Oh, and cool. Anaheim's up one nothing. So we got that going for us. Fuck. Which is nice. Go Hawks. Go, Go Hawks. Hawks. All right, moving on to the. You gave me the fucking look like. Let's move it along. <laughs> <laughs> moving on to the corrections department. So you want to break out David's Facebook page? <laughs> I, I want one big correction that that Maria even texted me because I, we were listening to it in the car and I heard that I was like, oh my god, did I just say that? <laughs> did I text me that, please, right now? I said at one point that I was explaining that Superman and Wonder Woman have a baby, and I said Bruce Banner is the guy. Is the guy yeah, I was like, what are you? <laughs> wrong. Fucking wrong. <laughs> Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne 
is the Godfather. I know Marvel and DC have done some crossovers, but I didn't think they were that close together. And Amadeus Cho is a sidekick for Hercules, not Hulk, like I said. Not Hulk. Not Hulk. Alright, I think that's it for me. You guys catch any corrections from the last show? I've got corrections from our last show that I completely screwed up on my favorite game series of all time. Alright. Uh, we were talking about Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah, which there's no for. I, yeah, I know. Like, I was listening. I was like, am I that old? I've never no, played it yet. I was listening to the episode. Dude, I was and just I was playing like, that last night. It's so like, amazing. Part like, four? No, part three. <laughs> Obviously not part four, Rodney. Fuck. I was like, holy shit. I was listening to everything I said, and aside, once I got out of Marvel vs. Capcom 1, I was like, everything well, I said. If I just can interrupt you wrong. for just a second. Go ahead, Steve. Oh, I just wanted to interrupt. Can I finish? <laughs> yeah, so correction to me. Food. I was wrong. I said it all incorrect, and Gambit is not in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. I thought so. I was completely wrong. Sorry. And my team that I played in Marvel vs. Capcom 3 was generally X23, Ryu, and Cap. X twenty three. We might need to have a tournament after this. Are we doing it? As soon as this is done, I'm going to beat your ass with that team. All right. (laughs) Cue it up. Let's get to David Merkel's corrections. Which actually, you know what? I have a correction because apparently I was too drunk to realize that I didn't put this one point into the last episode, uh, episode fifty five. Is it fifty five? Yeah. Why didn't I post it on Facebook? Fifty four. Oh, so correction for that. Supposed to be fifty five. I think on Facebook it's posted as fifty four. I I cannot believe it. And I addressed this before. I cannot believe I did not get to why the hell didn't Thor transport all of those people off that floating island Sokovia to Asgard temporarily? Everybody could have just crossed the Rainbow Bridge, been safe on Asgard, and then fucking Hemdal could have opened up the Bifrost and it blew up that stupid island that Ultron was on. Somewhere. <laughs> okay, so anyway, getting to David Merkel's corrections at 16 minutes and 50 seconds. I quote. <laughs> Has Rodney been drinking? Sounds like he says Baron von Structure. And yes, I meant the Sokovian or the German person who makes the very comfortable jeans. Baron, Baron von Structure. He uh, works for Diesel. <laughs> David Merkel again. How Ultron understood the Loki Scepter. Ultron's base AI was discovered by Stark analyzing the spear and discovered inside it. Also correction from David Merkel. Anyone notice the Ultron sitting in the church with the red fabric draped over him was a nod to Ultron's initial appearance as him in the Crimson Cowl. Which, by the way, wasn't he like disguised as the Crimson Cowl then uncovered? to be Ultron and then uncovered to be Jarvis and then uncovered to be Ultron again. Sure. I don't know. It's like Inception. <laughs> <laughs> the top's still spinning. Uh, at 38 minutes, 45 seconds, someone says Cap and Widow kiss in Captain America 3. It was Captain America 2. Anybody remember who said that? Oh, that was me. Oh, okay. <laughs> pretty, I didn't think I Wait, said screwed up, Steve. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I was the only one who wasn't day drinking, so I should have. Well, I know I'm the only one. Well, no, there's two of us at this table that haven't been called out for an, a correction yet. 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 Keyword. But one of us got slapped during the podcast, so <laughs> we don't really need to. I still stand by my conviction. <laughs> Other correction by David Murrow Magnets on Cap Shield wasn't really new, but in an original Avengers idea, they haven't finally implemented. That's not a correction, that's just a statement. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. fuck you. Shut up, David Murrow. Man, that is too names. Uh, let's see. So nice they named them twice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone did confirm that Quicksilver is actually dead. Said the impact needed to contribute to the setup of Civil War. That all superhero actions have consequences. Ooh, here's a correction for David. Um, from David for Jerry. Woo! Black Widow's bike is not an XR 1200. It's a fully produced electric motorcycle called the Livewire. It's highly publicized and not a secret. Cool. Yeah, Jared. Why didn't you know that? <laughs> Because I didn't take notes during the movie. Well, Would you all believe me, so shut up! Which, you know, now that I'm looking at pictures, I can't believe I didn't notice there was not an exhaust on that bike. It sounded weird. There's that. 
Yeah, I, I, think, I, me, I think I was if, more busy. If Scarlett Johansson's yeah. on a bike. Exactly. I'm not for a fucking exactly. I was just gonna say. <laughs> Thank well, you. It's a figurative example. <laughs> no, <laughs> things happen. <laughs> Don't fault me for that. Why are you gonna be judging? Because we all make mistakes, <laughs> and we all have regrets. But whatever your regrets are, paying too much for insurance should not be one of them. So, for seriously good coverage at a seriously low rate, call Eleven Insurance. Get a free quote today. Call 312-945-6254. Or visit their website at alimbinsurance.com. That's A-L-I-M for a limb. Because they're not going to charge you an arm and a leg. Alim insurance. In case it happens. Yo. Okay. You got to give me credit for doing that off the cuff every fucking week. That is pretty so, awesome. I got a question for you on that. I was listening to the podcast and I screwed up the line. I thought that it, that they said it charge you an arm and a limb because that would make sense to me. Like if it's a limb insurance, they aren't going to charge you an arm and a limb. So I thought I fucked up the line, but it's really it's an, an arm and a leg. Arm and a limb. Yeah, it's an arm and a leg. It should be an arm and a limb. It makes more sense. But an arm and a limb isn't an actual saying. But an yeah. arm, an arm it's is an arm a limb. limb. So but it's, it's like an it's, a limb. A, it's an arm and a leg, Jared. I see what you're saying. I just don't overthink it. No, I just I'm Speedy. glad that that's kind of like saying focus. like I'm going to whip out my dick in my cock. Yeah, your dick is your well, if you guys with the two penises, you can do that. Ah, Lucky yeah. bastard. And apparently that's not as uncommon as they say. I think it's uncommon enough that I don't want to see it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> so. Alright, moving on to the fuck you department. Alright, so today I thought I'd be proactive and help out the podcast in other ways than being just a talent. And I was going <laughs> to... I jumped on Twitter and I was like, you know what? I'm going to add an account and I'm going to start a UTJH Twitter page. Just UTJH. Not my own Twitter page, not Ronnie's Twitter page. One Twitter page that we would both have access to. So I open up my phone, I look, add account, boom. Set up my email, all kinds of stuff. And it's going just fine. It's like... And then I went to post the first tweet. And it said, you are not connected. It's like, well, shit, I'm not. Tried again and said, you must input a phone number. No problem. Put my phone number in. That phone number is already attributed to an account. You must put another phone number. I was like, all right, it's just asking for a fucking phone number. So I put my parents' house number in there. Because <laughs> FTW. And it said, that phone number is unable to receive text. So now that account is suspended. Because apparently you have to have some kind of mobile device. To and I'm like, what about back in the day when Twitter wasn't attributed to phones twitter was always mobile but like like even back in the day like there wasn't a twitter app like that yeah, like twitter, yeah, started, no, twitter as app. started as an app really yes yeah. twitter's been around long i feel like longer than no twitter because it's always been 140 characters it's, it's been a, it's been yeah. a way to put your text message out there so it's not so much yeah. a fuck you to twitter as it's a fuck you to adam no either way it's, not, why can't i just merge the two i think they're, they're trying to prevent people from making fake twitter accounts yeah, which is fine, but which we should, fuck you anyway. Like we should invest in like a podcast line that people can call in. You know, uh, Radio Rebels—they actually have a line you can call in, and leave feedback. Yeah, it's not live, obviously, but no, but you can leave messages and people could talk. Whatever which, the situation by the way, what is, what the hell's going on with our correspondent in New York? I gave up on that. No. <laughs> so fuck you to Twitter for not giving me the uh, opportunity to make our YouTube because I, I don't know how to make it now. You need daddy help? Besides deleting the account that I already have, so that my phone number—I just tweeted you. I'm where? On Twitter. <laughs> what do you mean? Adam UTJH. I just tweeted you. No, no, no. that's not the account. That, that's my no, account. I'm just saying, I just tweeted you. I didn't say the account. Oh, well, tweeted. either way. Either way, fuck you, Twitter, you piece of shit. <laughs> and also, my damn blue check mark. fuck you to the Kardashians, which we're going to get to in the promotional segment anyway, but so many people were posting, oh, you fucking dick. It would be from your actual site. That's why, huh? It's well, not I just figured, I, mean, I, know, I know how to set it up for my <laughs> podcast. I don't know why you don't. I'm sorry, our podcast Fuck you. yeah our podcast whatever fuck you to the kardashians because apparently they had their little special about what happened to bruce 
this week or whatever her name is now. And all these people are like, what a brave family to be going through this whole thing. And I'm like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Really? What a brave family making millions while no one is actually suffering. And doing nothing. By and way, doing they nothing. Do nothing. You could say whatever you want about their quote unquote business ethic. I never see those broads fucking work a let, day. Let though. me ask you one thing. Okay, so if, you're, if your family makes that, that kind of money, right, for doing literally, for the most part, appearances, social things, whatever. I mean, they do their work, if you want to call it work. They get paid to be around. You would think that they would at least try and like insulate their stardom with some sort of charity work or something and go, look, yeah, I've got the Kim Kardashian Foundation or the Bruce Jenner. Oh, kind of like Steve Jobs did some charity work? Uh, hey, something. I mean, you look, you look at... Uh, you didn't get the reference. I, I did, but <laughs> I didn't have a response to it, so I just ignored it. Fuck Steve Jobs. <laughs> As Jareds are wont to do. You know, I, I just figured if you were that person, if your person had just made a living off of being popular, you'd at least try and help your cause. That's why I like Rob Deerdeck a lot. Yeah, he does all kinds of stuff. He has like four charities, makes yeah. inner city parks. No, I wish you could have his job He has job the kids for a come day. over to the, the Fantasy Factory and shit. He lets, you know, the boys, not boys and girls, what was it, the... Um, Boy Scouts of America? Yeah, whatever. But, like, they have like a lot, you know, kids over that have disabilities come over and like hangs out with them. And he is just, a, at this point, is I mean, he has shoes sell, but he's a person. Personality. He's making enough being personality, but gives back. Anyway, fuck you to the Kardashians. That's fine. It's all it boils down to. After yep. all that, all those women, Bruce included, fuck all of them. <laughs> all right, go ahead. All right, uh, uh, Launchpad, could you earmuff it for me for a minute here? Uh, I want to give my fuck you to the season finale of Arrow season three. Terrible, terrible episode. I don't think it resolved anything. The voiceover at the end was stupid. Don't know where you're going for season four because it seemed like you screwed up a lot this season. So fuck you to the creative directors of Arrow. Stop messing with the Flash and focus on Arrow again. Yeah, is he not going to put the hood on ever? I don't know. I mean, I'm excited so he gets the bang still, Felicity. Does he still have the green eye makeup on? No, if you would get to season two when he gets his mask, you would from, know this. From Barry Allen. The fucking okay. Flash is oh, Barry Allen. Yeah, the other guy. Oh, God, don't know. So, anyway, when you get caught up, you'll understand my rage. I don't know. That, I know you're not a huge fan of the, the show. Don't get me wrong. I watch the show every week, and it is entertaining. I don't get as caught up into it as I used to. You saw the season finale, though, right? Yeah. Cause did, it, you, did you like the ending with Brandon Ralph? Yeah. How he ended it? figured you like that. Well, one. the explosion? Yeah. I don't Wait, think he's dead. Here, but here's well, the thing. He's, of course he's already confirmed no, no. to be in the new spinoff. Yeah. So. Have, you seen, have you seen the trailer for the spinoff? Yes. Because it completely ruins what happens at the season finale. Oh, well, fuck, just I like, didn't see the trailer. Which they put out before, well, they, before the finale. It was also stupid that Oliver Queen guest starred on the second to last episode of The Flash. That too. So. I'm like, what are you guys doing? But even besides that, this whole season upset me. As soon as like, we're putting Ra's al Ghul into it, I was like, you guys are idiots. See, I thought... That was the first mistake that they made. I thought the Ra's al Ghul story arc was okay, but they, like, did so much dicking around in the episodes before they got to him, and, they and then could, they rushed everything at the end. They could so have picked a better like, Ra's al Ghul. That guy was a shitty Ra's al Ghul. Even besides all that. I thought he did okay. Yeah. Even besides all that. Ra's al Ghul doesn't need to be an arrow. He has a rogues gallery for a reason. You could use so many different villains. You don't need Ra's al Ghul. Keep him in Batman. He doesn't... Mm. I don't think he's ever really played a part in Green Arrow's entire storyline from his conception to this point. And was Nisa written for Arrow? Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, she had to have been. Although, I just found out that she's younger than me. I thought she was like 35, 36. No. No, she's... She was also in uh, like Spartacus, if you ever saw she's, that. She's a honey. Oh, yeah. Does she get naked in Spartacus? Yes, yeah, she does. Pictures. Off. David Merkel. <laughs> David Merkel, send me pictures. ASAP. She does nothing for me. She... D- She's one of the few Asian chicks that I find extremely attractive. That's Both why she does nothing crazy. for me. Who's she in Spartacus? Uh, she plays one of the slave girls. I forget oh, who. Spartacus. Sorry. 
I am Spartacus. You said Spartacus, I thought 300. Not the same oh, thing. Not at no. all. Not Although, even close. fuck yous? No, oh, are you done with your fuck yous? I, I guess so. I really don't have any any fuck yous on. Everything's good, man. You don't even want to call out Jonah for slapping you like a little bitch? What may have been deserved. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you don't know yet? You haven't listened to the episode? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you to Nicholas Sparks for writing the notebook? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got a fuck you. I'll give you a fuck you to tequila. Fuck you, tequila. <laughs> you have been the cause of many, many, many of my bad stories in life, including my tearful losing of my man. <laughs> If you know me and you're listening to this, you probably know it. If not, I'll be happy to uh, explain it to you. Yikes. Don't worry, I'll be embellishing it on your Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) You mean my something gay Twitter that I know how to set up that you don't? Son of a bitch. (laughs) Go, Rodney. Uh, I only got to have a half-hearted fuck you to um, holiday gas prices. And thanks for gouging us on... uh... Thank you very much for the holiday gas price money. Oh, what? Jared Jared works for a gas company. Oh, okay. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Appreciate it. Giving the lights on at the candy castle. Right. One more guitar for the wall. <laughs> right. I don't have enough yet. I got more wall. And Harry, Jimmy, Trent, wherever you are, fuck you too. Body break? Death break. Sandstorm by Da Rude. <laughs> Apparently. Alright, so moving on to the Pissing on Grave segment. Mr. John Forbes Nash Jr. Born June 13, 1928. Died May 23rd, 2015. Two days ago. 86 years old. Born in Bluefield, West Virginia. Died in Monroe Township, New Jersey. So, sucks that you died in Jersey, buddy. Almost made it to his 87th birthday. I feel like every time we have a piss on a grave, the person almost makes it to the next birthday. People always almost make it to the next birthday. <laughs> no, no, no. He's like, he's like, that's like, that's like saying, I was looking at pictures of when I was younger. You were always younger. In the- no, he's two weeks away that's from his point. birthday, dick. It's not like he died <laughs> six months away. No more drinking for you. You're done. You're cut off. Ah, he's limping. No, he turns, like, yeah, he turns into a complete fucking asshole. I, I like this, Rodney. <laughs> I'm out of here. Fuck this. Um, <laughs> He's a world famous mathematician. What was di- he famous for? Differential geometry, differential equations. The man had a beautiful mind. Mathematizing. And obviously. yes, was the basis for the movie A Beautiful Mind, starring Russell Crowe, who was in was Noah, and Jennifer Connelly, also in Noah. What was, and he, what was he doing in A Beautiful Mind? Was he making like, movies, making songs, and fighting around doing the world? Doing equations and fighting around the world? Apparently. Also, Paul <laughs> Bettany was in the movie. Ah, yes. Who played The Great Vision. And Jeffrey uh, Chaucer. Yes. And, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Patrons of nobility. 
Very, very, very smart man, obviously. 1959, started to show clear signs of mental illness and spent several years in different psych hospitals for paranoid schizophrenia. Just died two days ago in a taxi crash. Apparently, what they don't talk about in the movie is that he used to fuck around with several students and stuff like that. Male students, even though he was married to his wife. Uh, so what you're saying is this guy was turning, get about to turn 87 and died in a taxi accident in New Jersey instead of like old age? Yes. That's fucking horrible. <laughs> you didn't hear about it? Just died two days ago. No, I, I knew he died. I just didn't read. I didn't. But he was almost that. eighty-eight. <laughs> almost eighty-seven. If you get to eighty-eight, you get to go back in time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what the taxi was trying to do. <laughs> it was up to eighty-eight miles an hour. So obviously a very very smart man. Obviously not too smart to fucking obviously learn how to drive. Not smart enough to drive himself. But, I mean, he did a lot of great things in the world of math. Nothing that obviously impacts me very much, but whatever. He won the Nobel Memorial Prize in Economic Sciences, the Abel Prize. He's married twice, so this wasn't even like his first wife. I don't think the movie was based off of. I don't I remember him it. dying in the movie. And he was in Princeton University. He was one of the teachers in Princeton University. Very, very well-accomplished life for a guy with some kind of mental illness. I'm not going to do, like, you know, the fry girl theme for him or anything like that, but it would be kind of funny. But anyway, this has been Pissing on Graves, the John Forbes Nash Jr. edition. All right, uh, moving on to our comic cliff notes. Today we're going to be doing Baron Zemo, Baron Heinrich Zemo, because we're concentrating on the villain, not the once-upon-a-time hero of of the Baron Zemo family, his son. Heinrich Zemo was working with the Nazis. He was a Nazi scientist who tried to develop something called the Adhesive X. They can never be dissolved, hoping it could be used to immobilize Captain America and the Allied troops. Captain America broke into the lab. They got into a huge skirmish, and the cloth that was spilled with Adhesive X went onto his face and got stuck. Sounds like a dirty... Euphemism. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's wait, see. The best thing that the Nazis could come up with to stop Captain America was super glue? Apparently. Super jizz. <laughs> he was a master strategist, extensive training in hand-to-hand combat, like every other scientist in the world. <laughs> I think master strategist is just a quality that they list under everybody. I think it's that. just hand-to-hand combat that's weird for this whole scientist <laughs> thing. Mm. Uh, excellent marksman, also weird. He was partly responsible for Simon Williams, otherwise known as Wonder Man, for getting his powers. And he's the reason why Bucky got launched into the Arctic when his oh. arm got blown off and he became later Winter Soldier. It was his uh, plane that they were stuck to. So I wonder if they're going to address with, that in the, the new... With the Nazi Subaru? Yep. Uh, it wasn't with the Knights of Supergirl. I think his arm was just stuck. But he was also in charge of creating the Masters of Evil, which included Absorbing Man, who was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Baron Zemo, Screaming Mimi, Mimi, Mr. Hyde. Was he in? Um, I mean, are you? would you consider Chloe Bennett's father? Possibly. Moonstone, The Fixer, and Power Man. So this has been Comic Cliff Notes, the Baron Heinrich Zemo edition. You've just been schooled. Booyah. Which, by the way, we chose him because he was one of the people cast in the new Civil War movie. And it was one along, of the names that... Along with everybody and their brother. Yeah. I'm not in it. <laughs> it's basically going to be Avengers 2, pretty much. Avengers worth it. 2 and a half. Also worth it. All right, moving on to our top topics for today. Top topics! <laughs> I know that there's music for that. I always have to. <laughs> we did the Akasode. <laughs> so today we're going to be doing our favorite war movies. Of course, we got to wait now for Jared to take a piss. Hopefully, take a piss. If you're a little tall. You might want to sit down when you do it because the toilet's a little low. I don't want you splashing all over the place. I'm gonna get a beer. Anybody want a beer? Please. Is that the parted? 
We're gonna go have a smoke. You want to smoke? What do you want to do? Let's, let's go fuck yourself. Oh man, I'm trying to think of what more movies I've seen. Why does it sound like you're pissing out of your ass? Alright, so. <laughs> War movies. I'll start it off. Okay, we got this ring. And I'm going to start the bar pretty high. One of my favorite movies of all time in my top five. I don't think there will ever be a war movie that will beat it out to me. I'm going to go with Saving Private Ryan. Okay, World War II. Nope. Nope. Great. And epic movie. Oh, fuck you. Fuck. In the first period. Sorry. Oh, we got time. Fantastic war movie, <laughs> World War II setting, Tom Hanks, favorite actor of all time, all-star cast, including Vin Diesel. Hard pressed to think of a movie that's better than that to me. I'm going to move that one along to you now. Okay. I have a kind of series of movies that are they are not necessarily a trilogy, but they tell the same storyline. It's the same group of actors and everything. And it's uh, some old uh, World War II movies. Torah, 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 The Battle of Midway. And 30 seconds over Tokyo, telling, oh, the, old sto- school. telling the story of how uh, we got involved in the war and subsequently struck back, uh, specifically towards Japan, is what the three movies focus on. Uh, side note to that, also a uh, big John Wayne fan, so I gotta give uh, props to Flying Tigers. Uh, he plays Pappy Bowington, one of my personal heroes. Saving Private Ryan's a great one. I don't really watch a lot of war movies, at least a lot of. Uh, a lot of uh, factual or, or historical war movies because they just they, they generally don't interest me because it's it kind of hits too close you know it's like I try and poke I, I sit there and try and poke holes rather than sit and watch the movie and go oh, it's, it, it's this isn't I think know, all the bullets do enough hole poking they do I mean so like when, we were, when I was looking at it you know you, you kind of look at it and so I googled best war movies the top ones that popped off were Saving Private Ryan Platoon Saving Private Ryan was one so the top five are Saving Private Ryan Platoon Apocalypse Now Star Wars and Full Metal Jacket I shit you not Star Wars is number four of war movies is that like and top grossing or I just did best war movies and it said popular on the web and that so I, I mean, feel like Apocalypse Now is gravely overrated the point that I was going to make out of this is that aside from Star Wars because that's not really a war movie I mean I was joking around about that earlier but like if you look at especially with Memorial Day stuff I mean honestly look at these movies I've seen Saving Private Ryan I haven't seen Platoon I haven't seen Apocalypse Now I've seen Full Metal Jacket but that to me I mean that being a Kubrick film I mean I get uneasy every time I watch that movie I can't I, I think can't. that's kind of the point like right, the way which is, Kubrick exactly. is like he's the movie was effective but I just I don't I, enjoy I don't go, watching man, I want to watch it yeah. like someone's like oh have you ever seen you ever seen it yeah you want to watch it again no I don't really care to watch it again see Saving Private Ryan is a movie that I can watch not like twice in a row or sure. anything like that but like I could watch it at least once a month and still feel moved by the things that happen. You know, the whole speech that he gives that Abraham Lincoln wrote to, to that one mother about the, the dying sons. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful speech. Dan Aykroyd, right? Right. So, you know, I look a little bit further down and I see more of the movies what? that I... It's Tom Hanks. It's not Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> no, wasn't Dan Aykroyd in that scene? No. You sure? Pretty sure. Maybe I'm thinking of Pearl Harbor. Yep. Yeah, Pearl Harbor. He was in that. Pearl Harbor. So, so speaking of that... That's one of the movies, like, I'm a Ben Affleck fan. Damn it, I was going to pick that one. I like, I, I like Pearl Harbor. I mean, I'm not trying to, that's not even on this list, but, like, that's, I, like, looking through this list of sitting, like, I dig a lot more of the movies that didn't really, that aren't, like, heralded as the best war movies because I generally don't like those best war movies because they're so factual. They're, like, trying to be, you know, Inglorious Bastards. Big fan of that movie. It's completely non, it's not, <laughs> totally it's wrong. a war movie. I think that's a great movie. I liked it. I love but it. It's, that's, it's a stylized that's, that's wartime not how piece. Died? You know. Although Diane Kruger, hot chick, stole the movie. Blonde hot chick at that, which is such a rarity for me. Diane Kruger, I got three fingers for you. Give <laughs> <laughs> um, her the old bowling wow. ball. Did you guys, have you guys watched Fury? I have not seen it. You remember that? That was a whole giveaway. Yeah, I, uh, That's really more like. <laughs> I was sure those weren't the three fingers you were referring to. 
I've had a lot of recommendations for Fury. I really didn't like it. I, I tried watching. I got it on demand. You were get for 48 hours. I tried watching it on three separate occasions from the point that I left off the last time and couldn't get into it. And I, I big Brad Pitt fan. I enjoy the actors in it. I just, oh, Shia LaBeouf. They were good. The acting was great. I just couldn't get into the movie. I didn't. I didn't really dig it. All right, Ronnie. Let's move to you before he runs through every fucking game. No, I was. No, I was. Movie. I was gonna say. <laughs> I hate you so much. Like that. <laughs> Sometimes. We've met each other twice. <laughs> Out of the two twice. times, he's told me that. <laughs> Jeff hates everybody. He's really an angry person. I'm not angry, yeah. I just hate You him. know we've had David Merkel on this show, right? Like, <laughs> I don't think anybody gets as angry as that sometimes. Okay, if we're sticking to just the kind of attempting historical accuracy, like, yeah. It, it doesn't have to be that. So okay. if you want to stay okay. in Star, yeah. Star Wars, you can. Well, no, I didn't want to... I'm not. We're not bashing Memorial Day with this kind of thing. No. We're, we're still nerds, so we got to get it out. I still like the whole. I don't like to. There's always you know two sides of the story, and story history is written by the victors and blah. So those historical accurate movies, you know, there's always another side of it. It's like ah, you, just, you know, whatever. So I'm gonna throw out Battle. Is it Battle Los Angeles? I want to say yeah, Battle with Aaron Eckhart. Oh yeah, Battlefield LA. You made me watch Battle it. Actually, yeah, Battle Los bought, Angeles. You know, he bought me that DVD. I had low expectations it. for that movie, but God, what a great movie that was, and especially if you're. In the Call of Duty at all, just the so whole sequences. Close, huh? Or uh, Resistance, or any like crazy sci-fi. There's no nicotine in it. It tastes like crunch. I understand. Speaking of... That's how you get a disease. Speaking of war <laughs> stuff, including games, I tried to play Resistance online yesterday. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that upsetting? No, no. No, I just... I, I was I was digging back, because Donald Sutherland's been in a few of my favorite movies. And I was trying to... I was oh, trying the Vampire Slayer? No. Well, yes, but not that. But I was trying... But he's been, he was in one of my favorite war movies, and I was trying to dig through it to find it. 24? Oh, God damn That's it. That's Kiefer Sutherland. I fucking hate you guys so much. But, Hunger uh, Games? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wasn't that dude in the Italian job? Yes. Fallen? No, but one Fallen of was on. That's another I'm like the song. Sorry. I'm like the song Fallen as well. Ooh, good one. Great Fallen fucking actually. movie. Great fucking movie. One of the movies that popped up that I forgot that he was in was what is my probably my favorite war movie, Match. I love Match. Really? Yeah, I love it. It's a great. I tried movie. watching the TV series in. Have you seen the movie? Uh, no. The movie. The movie is a much darker. It's not that offbeat comedy. There's a little bit of comedy to it, but Donald Sutherland's in it as as main character as Hawkeye and Percy Trav. No, he is Hawkeye in it, and he, just the whole Korean War thing. That, like they do. It's it's a war movie. It's not a. It's not a. It's not comedy. a comedy. I mean, they try to put that kind of a, a little bit of a spin to it to make it to light it up a little bit, but it's not a comedy like a sitcom. And that's that's probably my favorite. I'm gonna go with. Yeah, if uh, you're fighting North Koreans with a bow and arrow, that's gotta be tough. That's your arrow. That's like, such a you joke, and I'm surprised you didn't say it first. <laughs> I'm going to go with Tears of the Sun. I don't know if you guys... Great movie. A little Bruce Willis action. I think... That's a... I saw that movie on my birthday when I was 20 years old, I believe. And, man, that was... It's a powerful movie. You walk out of there just like, those Africans really got it rough, huh? Yeah. And, uh, to me, great, great flick. Uh, G.I. Jane, I'm going to throw it out there. Good flick. Very much enjoyed it. And if we're going to go war movie, I got to go Braveheart. That that was on the list. Braveheart's a great, great war movie. I would uh, put honorable mentions in for The Patriot. Yes. Yeah. And uh, another personal uh, John Wayne favorite, The Wake of the Red Witch. Scarlet. Wish you Scarlet. Comes all the way back to Avengers twice. <laughs> it's two movies right now. Well, three if you include Beautiful Mind with Paul Bettany. Let's find another way to get, <laughs> get these fucking guys in there. Will Captain America count? Captain America about first, old the first boy Avenger? Now. Does that count? Captain America first Avenger? Yeah, I guess it could. We're throwing Star Wars in the mix, yeah. Well, I think Captain America the first Avenger is, is as much a war movie as it is a superhero. There you go. So, I mean, it's a patriotism movie. 
throwing that right. out there. And the other movie that I was looking forward for for the Donald Sutherland movie was Kelly's Heroes, where he's a tank pilot, and that's a little bit more of a comedy thing. Like, it was... Uh, not to be confused with Hogan's Heroes? No. I was just going to say that. No, it, yeah, but it, it's got... It's, that one's a little bit more of a comedic, you know, guys that are at the end of World War II trying to get out and everything, and goofy tank crew and stuff, but it was it was just... I tend to like those a little bit more lighthearted, not non-factual. Like in the Army now? Yeah. <laughs> Dude! Stripes. Shore, that's great. Stripes. Nice. Stripes BFM? Stripes. You turn out BFM. If we're going to throw that out, I'm surprised you haven't brought up Watchmen. Yeah, I mean, no. it's, got, it's got a war scene in it. A little jacked up It's a movie that I'm, I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to find the name of it right now. Ah, The War at Home, starring none other than, get ready for this, Emilio Estevez. It's about... Hold on, we're, we're not fans of the Ducks right now, so... <laughs> <laughs> Quack! Well, he's a returning Vietnam War veteran, and he's basically dealing with PTSD and how rough it is for him to be home and the decisions he has to make. And he actually directed the movie as well. And Emilio. There, that's what I was waiting for. If you ever get a chance, check it out. Forrest Gump, gonna throw that back out there. Yeah, okay. Another Tom Hanks classic, obviously. Back when I was younger, before DVRs and all that shit had, like, existed, I was uh, home during summer break and everything, and woke up after long nap and everything, and I woke up and TNT was on, and a movie was on that had a premise to where Bob Hope was in this war movie, okay? It was, like, a Pacific-type right. World War II movie. Well, no, that's, that's not a good war movie. But, uh... <laughs> I think we're starting to reach here. Yeah, but anyway, so I saw the movie and I had and you didn't have the TV guys show like that to truly try and find out the name of the movie. So years later, fast forward and I and I start just like googling like all the stuff I can remember about the movie. I finally find it on Amazon. Finally find out and I ordered it on Amazon. It's like a five dollar movie. But probably my favorite war movie that I've seen has been The Private Navy of Sergeant O'Farrell. Okay, it's got Bob Hope, Phyllis Diller. It was uh, what back in 1968, hour and a half long. So and. The premise of it, it got a little short little paragraph, is why I love it so much. So, Sergeant O'Farrell, an army soldier on an island in South Pacific during World War II, is trying to bring the two basics of life to his fellow servicemen, women, and beer. The supply ship carrying the beer is torpedoed, and the contingent of nurses consists of six males and ugly nurse Nellie Krause. If you could try, at least try to salvage ship and beer. So, what he does is he leads an expedition to the other side of the island. This army captain, army sergeant gets the navy to come help him salvage all the beer that's been torpedoed off the north side of the island to bring the beer to everybody that's on the island and we're like that's a perfect premise of the movie that's like a <laughs> sam adams commercial it is it's amazing <laughs> and you got like you got like Paul diller playing this crazy ass like ugly i expect the best so i give the best <laughs> here's the entertainment <laughs> Here's the beer. I mean, it's like, it's Bob Hope and his old, yeah, you know, yeah. carrying on the golf club. With Michael Aaron. No, I caught it. Jeez. <laughs> How about, uh, it's, it's not really oh, a, another one. It's, good. it's not really a war movie, but, uh, okay, everybody, if we go top of bottles, yeah. Navy pilot. Yeah. <laughs> it's the gayest clink ever. <laughs> go ahead. Wow. I was, uh, I'm always a big fan of Down Periscope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you guys didn't say Hot Shots. <laughs> Hot Shots Part 2 was good. Hot Shots 1 wasn't very good. How about uh, Red Dawn? Which one? I haven't watched the one with Thor yet. The new one is pretty bad. I don't. I, I haven't seen was, either, actually. I liked it because it was a bad movie. It's, but it's, it was, an, 80s, it's it, an 80s movie. Is it unworthy? No, the 80s one's pretty damn good. The 80s one's good. Wolverines. I think that's it. I can't think of any more. <laughs> Trevor's. <laughs> what? One of my favorite monster movies of all time. Oh, that's I don't, a great don't know movie, if it's though. a worm movie, though. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not open up that bag of worms. <laughs> Wait, alien or aliens? Aliens. We, we made our peace with this. We're, we're cool. He's just wrong. 
That's all. Who's wrong? I'm not wrong. You I made a perfectly good argument. Which you conceded to last week. We have it on record. The GD Silver War, (laughs) as it were. All right, so moving on to our open forum segment of the day. I thought that was the only other part we just did. No, that's just... That's 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 our whole show. This is where where you can interrupt all the fuck you want now. Throw a Florida story or something. Since since you've held yourself back so eloquently today. (laughs) I have. I've been goodish. Let's check out what's trending. Oh, we're just going to skip open forum check out what's trending? That's part of what's trending. I'll talk to Mr. Twitter over here. <laughs> I don't know how to check how things trend. <laughs> I don't. You look at the See, the Bachelor at Memorial Day. Oh, the Hawks Rising. It's still bad. Bioshock. You guys ever played Bioshock? I didn't like it. I, I thought it, it's a cool premise and everything. I just, I couldn't. I only played the first one. Just I couldn't. like all the concept artwork for it. Blackhawks are trending. Not the Mighty Ducks. 27 point. Thousand tweets about the Blackhawks. It's yeah, awesome. How do you check how shit trends? I'll t- I'll teach you about Twitter in a minute. <laughs> uh, I'll set up your account and show me how to check how shit trends. Favorite <laughs> favorite album is trending. Favorite album? Favorite yeah. Album. So we could talk about that for Metallica. A <sighs> Which Metallica. one? Black. Metallica. I don't know. I've never. I don't no, like, that's what I'm saying. Like the, the Metallica. I don't, I don't like the, Metallica. The one, they, so. the one they call the Black album was titled Metallica. I can't call it Black. All right, we discussed this last. That's time. why I, I said Metallica. You're gonna claim Metallica, and you're gonna say the Black album was the best album? No, it said favorite album, right? It was still blasphemy. Yeah. Uh, oh, what are you a Reload fan? I would go with Grudge. Oh, that's even worse. Grudge Inc. was okay. You guys are so young. I, I like. I like Jealous. And just <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with Injustice for All. Justice for All has got three really good songs. Dude, on it's it. the most vicious album they have. It was just after What's His Name died, yeah. like fucking. It's getting nice and better. Right after, yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's it's like the vengeful fuck that. Yeah, but you put on Metallica, the Black Album, and you press play, be. and you have a fantastic song every single step of the way. You could do that with Injustice for no, All. You can't. Okay, you can't. <laughs> you can't. You know you can't. I gotta go with the B side. Back to the cassette days. The B side. The B side of Injustice for All was amazing, start to finish. You flip it over to A side, and eh, not so much. Right, because that was the commercial side, right? No, because the B side had one, and one was their first music video. Okay, I'm gonna go with In Search of by NERD, my favorite album. Can listen to it from start to end, no problem. I'm gonna go with uh, Beastie Boys, License Hill. Oh, that's a good choice. What was yours? Probably uh, Green Day. Dookie? Nice. I ha- I have a 1A. Like, I, haven't, I don't own many albums. Even the bonus track is good on that one. I look at the, uh, I consider my favorite album, generally hit pretty much when I was in high school. Like It's, it's stuff that I listened to in high school that I either wore out a cassette tape or lost a CD because I played it so much or fucked up a CD because it was in my stereo all the time. I had three copies of In Search Of. I have bought the copy of the Black Album that's in my truck right now. I have digitally, but I still bought the album again because I was at half price. Books, I had it for five bucks. I'm like, I can't afford not to buy it again. You got, I mean, I gotta have it. <laughs> I bought that album four times. You're like Mel Gibson in Conspiracy Theory, how he has to buy that fucking book, Catcher in the Rye, every time he sees it. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Speaks much of the, the third season of Hoarders came out. And I just ordered 340 copies. <laughs> <laughs> It was actually a Nicky Cox joke. You know, by Jay Moore. Pretty good. I like that. Yeah. But the my one A would be the Offspring Americana. I love that album. It's got Pretty Fly for a White Guy on it, but it's a classic. Kids are, the kids aren't all right. I mean, that I like albums that you can. Yeah, but better can, than Offspring. Offspring for me, I liked it better mm, okay. because that because Americana came out when I was in high school. Offspring, the Offspring school. album came out was like mid my middle. You weren't old enough school. to listen to that, right? I mean, it was it was hard. And then the other one that I got a lot of play out of I had no was, brother though, so. <laughs> was Sublime, the Sublime album. 
Uh, I played that over tragic. and over and over and over. Tragic Kingdom, not a bad album. That's a good one. No doubt. Yep. Kiss me, where, kiss me where it smells funny. Blood I forgot. Playing. I forgot. I'm in a room full uh, of white guys. What was um? Kiss me where it smells. But is that the one that had Boys in the Hood? No, they didn't do Boys in the Hood. That's Dynamite Hat. Oh, good call. Good call. Yeah, no. Uh, Kiss me where it smells funny. Had um, uh, Firewater Burn. You know, the roof is on fire. A bunch of other songs. Yeah. It actually, it actually had a uh, drop. With, I mean, it had a, had a track on it that had uh, Rob Van Winkle. Was actually when Vanilla Ice finally became himself again. But that was real big for me. It, like whatever I think Al might think about high school stuff. Like shit that I listened to in high school. And that. Throwing back to my grade school days, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the movie soundtrack album. <laughs> Let's go with the greatest soundtrack album. What's your greatest soundtrack album? Guardians, Guardians of the, of the Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah. That was so awesome. <laughs> it was good, but if that's that's not really a soundtrack album. I mean, it is, but that's more of a collection of songs from the soundtrack. Are we talking about scores or soundtracks? No, no. what I'm saying is, is it, I'm not arguing your point. It's a great soundtrack. I have it, too. I love it. But, it, but it's more of a collection of songs from the 70s. You guys are going to be surprised. I'm going to go with Superbad. All original, all music from Bootsy Collins did all the, okay. the soundtrack for that. Surprised you're going to go with Despicable Me. That or, no, believe it or not. That or uh, even uh, Kill Bill Volume 1. The yeah. soundtrack for that, awesome. I gotta go with one of the only one of the only soundtrack albums I really ever bought was um, Last Action Hero. I own that movie somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's got a bunch of ACDC Anthrax and stuff on it. Transformers the movie, the cartoon version. Oh shit! <laughs> Nick Prol agree with me on that one. Just appropriately timed songs for just appropriately timed scenes. Probably one of the best. I want a Dragon Ball Z soundtrack one. I was gonna say <laughs> the Last Dragon. Oh yeah, all the Barry Gordy music from the from the late '80s. Dumb and Dumber soundtrack was really good. Yeah, that's why. To say the wedding singer, School of Rock. Yeah. Oh, that's a great one too, dude. Yeah. I think of all these great fucking movies that I've seen. I mean, anything Pulp Fiction to me has an amazing soundtrack. Jackie Brown, amazing yep. oh, soundtrack. Most Tarantino stuff does because he doesn't listen to the studio about who they want to put on the album. I mean, the fact that in Jackie Brown they play Strawberry Letters twenty, Strawberry Letter twenty three by the Johnson. Is it the Johnson Brothers? But that song to me, like how they started off and how the song goes, just it's amazingly perfect to me. It just fits the mood of that movie better than almost any other song in a movie does to me. Yes, guys, Weezer Blue album or Weezer Green album? I'm not a big fan of Weezer either. Wow, I like Weezer. I play some Weezer songs. I just I'm not. I don't go. Who I want to listen to? Weezer. I saw them live with the Foo Fighters. That was cool. Now I would have gone to go see the Foo Fighters, but I'd have been like, oh, cool, Weezer, great. I'm gonna grab a beer. I mean, like they sound fine. I don't like. I I ain't shitting on it. It's a great music. It just it's. Just just not I think me. I think Beverly Hills was just so overplayed and I hated that song. Yeah. I mean the sweater song is sweater song on the brown album? Sweater yeah. song's on the blue album. The original. Okay, yeah. so I, I would go with that. I mean like I, yeah. I think that one. What point like since you're a Metallica fan, we got three of the four of us here that are Metallica fans. At what point would you say, Rodney, that Metallica sold out? Oh, we talked about this before, didn't we? Uh, I think we did. I mean a lot of people argue and Justice for All was a sellout because one was their original music video and before that they didn't have music videos. I felt that load was moving in that direction and reload definitely in the direction but when when Lars came out and spoke out against Napster when they started out as a like a bootleg hey listen to this sell the albums out of their trunk and fucking oh don't download music fucking fuck Napster that was that was like uh, that was over the edge for me. Like, yeah, I, agree. Like, I, I remember watching all those. They're like, this, this is Lars, and, and we, we're against Napster, and, and they had the fire bad. It was what the shit was that? What, what was that? Was that on? Um, they did the cartoons with um, 
You know what I'm talking about? Like, where they did the... Have you seen those? Like, they did the Shockwave animation cartoons where uh, no. they did the Drew James Hetfield like as a Frankenstein-looking guy. It wasn't that... Wasn't that featured on Evolve's World for a while? Yeah, it was, that was on there, yeah. Before there was YouTube. Yeah, but what about you, Steve? What, what, what was the point? Because, like, I have firmly planted in my head the exact moment I, that they sold I would, out. I would say Reload. Because I would even listen to that... They did that 23... Well, I don't know how many piece orchestra. Oh, that was awesome. SNL. Yeah, SNL. yeah I, I was even on board with that. But So let me offer up this suggestion. I Disappear. The song, I Disappear. Which was the theme song that they wrote for the Mission Impossible 2 soundtrack. That they were that the studio said, Here, we want Metallica to write a song for the soundtrack. And the song I just Metallica, I disappear yeah, I know. was the song for Mission Impossible 2. I don't know. I, I, Mission I, Impossible, I, I, Mission Impossible right. 1 and think, Ghost Protocol. And that was it. I, right. When, when I think of when I like, think of Mission Impossible 2 though, I think of uh, Limp Biscuit, not Metallica. Oh. Yeah, because because wasn't was it three that they did was it three they did I just anyway no was, no Metallica did one for Mission Impossible two I remember it in their music yeah. video tied into the movie right but when I think of Mission Impossible two I think of Limp Biscuit's remix of the Mission Impossible hey Chicago scored nice sorry <laughs> I think I was I, I think I was already done with him at that point yeah <laughs> poor bastard he's he's getting a point across and he's just at I don't the, care what he said of it he talks worst sidekick ever. Like, Best sidekick ever. Worst when did he usurp the throne again? Yeah, you wait. You're like the ticking. What was his sidekick's name? <laughs> Arthur. <laughs> Arthur. Yes. There's. I saw spoon! a T-shirt of that where, where it's somebody holding a spoon, and on the spoon, it's both of them on it. I was like, <laughs> I want that fucking shirt. Not in the face. <laughs> That's oh, what awesome. a great cartoon. Whatever it happened. To- Tick. Then they made the live action show for a while with Putty from Seinfeld. <laughs> Dude, that was awesome. That was the best casting. I, he was. I was. My kids were watching Scooby Doo yesterday on Netflix on the new the new episodes of Scooby Doo, and he played a sheriff on one of them because he like he plays Joe on Family Guy and everything, and he was playing he was playing the sheriff on a random episode of Scooby Doo. I was like, ah, that's awesome. I think so, David Putty's a great character. So me. one more. Th- let's say that you're looking at the albums that that have come out in the, in the most recent ten years. Okay. So you're not talking about your, your high school days for most of us, I think, right? Yeah. Well, albums are kind of a dead part. It's been art. 10 years since well, we've been No, I mean, by album, I don't mean like literally a CD. I mean like... Pitch Perfect soundtrack? Well, dude, that's a badass soundtrack, I'll tell you that. I right own now. it. It's good. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll start off. My favorite one, that, because like I said earlier, is I really like albums that I can put in and press play. And one band that is really good at that is Panic at the Disco. I'm not a big fan of any specific individual song they do. However, their music, like I think they've had like three or four albums now. Put it in and you press play and it's it's kind of like that old school like rock opera kind of takes you through the whole album and I really enjoy that. And sometimes like when I'm working nights and stuff, I have I like I want to keep myself awake and occupied so I put music on and it's kind of fun to put something in and have to skip around and do shit on. So I'd say Panic at the Disco. Isn't that kind of what an iPod's for? I say no, uh... that is, but like but I like the way like I mean you have a song that tra- like song one transitions directly into song two. It's not okay song's over, next song. It all flows Okay, together. I see what you're saying there. I might go with Pharrell's girl. Um, That's good. Only because his first album I'm a, I'm a huge Pharrell fan. If he was here I'd be sucking his dick. But the first album to me wasn't him. Like if he was, he had like this persona going that I liked the album. I mean, I thought I thought he did a good job. The, the beats were were awesome. Yeah. The instrumentation was fine, but it didn't feel like who he was. I'm Listen. pretty sure Pharrell is Dorian Gray. Like I'm positive Pharrell is Dorian He's Gray. He's ageless, dude. That guy has been around since. 
98? Well, uh, I mean, uh, Rump Shaker was his first Right? Goal that, I couldn't goal believe that shit. Like, yeah. like, I was doing some research, and I'm like, wait, what? His first his first hit was Rump Shaker? I'm like, no, bullshit. He was like, like 17. You, yeah, I couldn't believe that shit. Come on, man. I know that he shit. He does nothing but younger. He's either bathing in the blood of virgins or he's Dorian Gray. Whatever. And his wife is hideous. I know! But girl, to me, he sat down, he's like, I'm gonna make some real fucking music, and he had Hans Zimmer doing scores in the background of, of his songs. His has a lot of different artists in it. The song that he has with, with Alicia Keys, to me, is vocally amazing, and even production-wise, just, ah, assholes exploding, just beautiful. But yeah, that's that's one album that I could put on, just sit oh, back and check it out. I have to check it out. I mean, it's, lyrically, it's not like, oh, he's writing something that I've never heard before. Sure. But, but the emotion and like like how he composed the music together to me is awesome. It's it's the reason why he's my musical idol the way he is. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're getting on albums that tell a story that you know goes to start to finish, and seem to have a pretty good transition. But still new. The whole point is in the last ten years. And this is, it doesn't have to be that way. It's just like something that you've like something that you've. Because <laughs> I knew you were gonna jump back a little bit. I have something that's just a shade outside the last. Well, go ten for it, man. What you got? Marshall Mathers. Oh, that's a. Great oh yeah. Yeah. I was oh, gonna yeah. say that was one of my high yep. school ones. Yeah. Yep. That's like twelve years. Jose and I had the entire album memorized. Like just. Even even the phone conversation that he has with his manager that he fucking yep. loses it on. And, and I was really I was in like a big kid rock phase, and that came around the same time that uh, American Badass came out. Mm-hmm. I bought both albums expecting more from American Badass, mm-hmm. but Marshall Mathers is just an album that just yep. fucking blows you away. And he can't to me. Eminem has not recaptured that. No, that was like lightning in a bottle. It was. Yep. And it sucks because he he's so good being featured on other people's tracks. It's kind of like Devil Without a Cause. I mean, it's like you blew your load on this <coughs> one album, you know, or fucking Use Your Illusion one and two, and then Chinese Democracy that comes out twenty years later. That's like shit. Eminem like, had some for insane anger. Yeah. Was garbage. Mm-hmm. Death Magnetic was okay, but it's like. Marshall Mathers was a great one. Like, and for instance, I mean, you look at look at Dr. Dre, the Chronic, right? Then you come on Chronic 2000. Okay, you got some good tracks, but it's not. It's not. You're not. This, gonna, yeah, you're it's not. It's not this pinnacle of hip hop. Of hip hop from back in the day. I mean, even Jay Z's albums, Reasonable Doubt, amazing album. Volume three, amazing. The Black album was even. I love the Black uh, album. Absolutely awesome to me. I even had the. I had the Black album, the Gray album. I had the uh, the acapella Black album because I just. Love that that album so much. Did you like the uh, the version of Encore with him and Lim- uh, Lincoln Park? And yeah, even I, I like all that was perfect to me. And yeah, and even his newest album, it's good, but it's he's right. to me he's never gonna be the Jay Z that he once was right. because I mean he he can't be a he's too old mm-hmm. and b you can't have that kind of street cred anymore when you're a dad making Beyonce yeah yeah and you're making champagne <laughs> now and stuff like that right. like it's, but I mean if you've have you gone to one of his shows recently still yeah, yeah I mean, he puts on an amazing show still worth the price the, of admission I'd love I went to the Jay Z and I, Justin I, I, Timberlake yeah, show oh god oh, that'd been which awesome. you want to talk about an album that's amazing from beginning to end it's the 2020 experience oh yeah the first one oh my god every almost every song has like a bonus track at the end of it that's, that's even cool. better than the original track it will always have a place in my heart because that's that was the album I was listening to when our daughter was born and I was running around the hospital getting food for cool. her and stuff like that so I had that playing but Mirrors and the song that comes right after Mirrors like before the next track mm-hmm. easily some of the greatest music I've ever heard in my life cool so but that, uh, that album awesome. I've, got, I've got such a list of stuff i got to listen to that, that album so, is awesome. so good what, so good what you got Steve anything Best album from start to finish? Or no, best or no. Like that that's just recently. that's just what I said. Oh, okay. 
that I like. I'm saying no, like I'm saying um, best re- like best stuff you like in the like past ten years or so. I think it might pre. I think it might be longer than ten. That's years That's okay, but I, you know, I didn't want to say like oh back when I was you know. Nah, well, was, it's harder to do to think about me because I mean it was so much more important. When well, you were they younger. they say when you hit thirty three, you're you're no longer experience like you have no desire to experience new music. Well, you know, I, I got I hope podcasts not. these days are so much better than albums that. <laughs> As a musician, I, ho- I I can't imagine that. I mean, like I could see people, I could understand where people would be like, no, I like this. This is what I like, and I don't really want to get into this. I mean, I like I am a fan. When I was in high school, I loved hip hop. Metal and top forty stuff, and I still today like hip hop, metal, and top forty, and country, and I listen to pretty much anything. I love it. I just I like new. I like new stuff. I like my old stuff. I just I would be. I think I would be sad if I got to a point where I go. I don't want to listen to anything new. We got to take it to Mahoney's. Okay. Yeah. Oh God. Have Saturday a night. We'll plan it. We'll plan on a Saturday night if you're free sometime yeah. soon. Because. Place Fuck it, let's do it next time. I'm I'm on vacation. I gotta get my permission. I got I got a thing this Saturday. We need some babysitters. Okay. Right, next Saturday. So I didn't mean anyway. to interrupt you because yeah. that's what I do. But sorry, okay. I think I interrupted this time, so that's All my right. fault. Uh, two things come to mind. Uh, MTV presents Eric Clapton Unplugged. Nice, hell yeah, very nice. Um, and I then like it. more recently, uh, Sister Hazel just celebrated their 20th anniversary as a band with the uh, 20 stages and 20 songs DVD release, which. Uh, one of their concerts was at the House of Blues in Chicago that I was at last year. Cool. And nice. They filmed all that. They got fucking GoPros flying around everywhere. Well, that's and awesome. Doing things and uh, was a compilation of all of those songs. So that's little, awesome. little old school, but uh, you know, start to finish, I'll listen to Clapton all day. Yeah. Sure. Our wedding song was uh, wonderful tonight. I fucked up on my wedding song. What was your wedding song? <laughs> so we'll go on by Celine Dion. No, no, it wasn't that. No, no, it, it, it was something I've apologized to my wife for forever. Um, we we danced to I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, which look, I like the song. Was that your guys' song, or that was just no, your hold wedding? on? Okay, so this is this is the uh, not a correction. This is, I think this is a fuck you to me. So, so <laughs> Tyler was singing it. No, <laughs> problem was, and Claire knew this, is that we didn't really have a song. Like we didn't, we didn't really have a song. I mean, we. we but met, you kind of did, though. We did, but moving on, that's on one of our other episodes. All right. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> but so when we went to get married, they're like, "Okay, well, what do you guys want to dance to?" And we're like, "Ah." Oh, wait, wait, they addressed that they have a song in another episode. How did I miss this? No, no, we we addressed that. Was that that wasn't that was an Anne's episode, wasn't it? Yeah, that, yes, it wasn't that recent. I think we talked about it. No, no, that wasn't. We no, record. I don't think we've talked about it on episode. Oh no, we did. Absolutely did. How that, did I miss that? In the episode with Anne? No, in the episode with Anne, we talk about. Dr. Anne. What, yeah, we talked about when we when we <coughs> lost our cards at different times. Like, no, oh, we right, talked about lost... that afterwards. Your no, cards? That was on it. Yeah, Steve lost it to a movie. It's true. Yes, that was on it. And you and I, you and Claire have something in common because yes. of that. So, but so. The funny part would be like if it was like to the theme of Blazing Saddles, for instance. That would be a funny thing. <laughs> but it's not. But Claire and I, when we were in college, she she needed to take guitar lessons for a part that she was playing in school in one of the, one of the plays. And she got taught by my dad and me a little bit. And the song she's always liked, um, uh, uh, God damn it, Keith Whitley. Uh, when You Say Nothing At All. When You Say Nothing At All. That's been a thing that's been for us forever and when it came time to do our wedding thing I we both derped out I derped out we didn't dance to that and instead we danced to 
the Aerosmith song, which was the song from that me and my ex-girlfriend, that was mine and my ex-girlfriend's song before I was dating. Was she at the wedding? No. Oh. But Claire knew that. and No one so, found her body. <laughs> so that's something that I've always had to kind of apologize oh, for. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So if I remember correctly. Which I'm sure you do. <laughs> You were dating her when you met Claire. Yes. Ah, awkward. Yeah. So. <laughs> awkward <laughs> <the> trust. <laughs> awkward turtle. <laughs> so I'm sorry, turtles. Claire. But yeah, that's kind of a. Uh, that's one thing I wish you could get back and do differently. Well, when you renew your vows on the rock boat, it'll be cool. <laughs> I want to do, uh, when Sandra and I renew our vows, we want to do us, well, there's no Smog Castle anymore, but we want to get Kevin Smith to, well, no, we're supposed to do it in church first, and then we're going to get Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> get Kevin Smith to do it in a church. No, because the, the thing with our group of friends, will probably strike him. we knew yeah. that our group of friends were just a bunch of drunks, mm-hmm. so we were going for getting married in a place that was relatively close to the hotel that everybody would stay at, or had shuttle service. So our wedding was like, uh, wedding, same place. Walk to the next room, cocktail hour, and then reception in the same. So it's mm-hmm. just like nonstop, no directions. Everybody's going to get lit up. Yep. That's the way it happened. Somebody Indeed bribed. Did. It was like a nice French restaurant. Somebody bribed the bartender to start handing out shots, which happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's fun times. So speaking of bands, you got to go to Spotify if you're a Spotify user or find them on SoundCloud. Red Novella. And Failure by Designs. Really great album. I want to talk about albums that are really great uh, to listen to start to finish. Um, they're going to be playing live Friday, June 15th, June 15th, June 5th at the House of Blues, Chicago. Um, playing for a live audience. 17 and up show. I think it starts at 6 o'clock. But check out their Facebook page, uh, Red Novella, on Facebook.com. So let's just jump into promotions. And there. speaking of other bands, Plastic Crime Wave Syndicate and the Bionic Caveman with drummer Jose Bernal, who's been on the podcast Four. Great, great bands. I actually have Pig's Blood over there. Love, love, love that album. So, promotions. UTJH.net, obviously. Facebook.com slash hashtag spelled out. UTJH. Hit me up on my solo Twitter account for now. For Just look up UTJH on there. Hashtag UTJH. That's how I found you. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag UTJH all over that shit. We're, we're everywhere and anywhere that you want to see us. We're going to be doing our Fuck Fox Fantastic Four really soon. Oh, man, I can't Aren't you due for an upgrade? Shout out to David Merkel. He must know we're recording. He does. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's got the camera. He's, he's in the crawl space right now. Like those motherfuckers. I, I thought those eyes were moving on the Green Lantern poster. <laughs> Actually, he's, he's as much of a Green Lantern fan as I am. Fuck Fox Fantastic Four. The movie is coming. Do not watch it. Please don't. Do not. I don't care if people... Don't give them any money. Don't even say, oh, I want to watch it and see how bad it is. Don't do it. Ming. Please don't do it. Back to my fuck you for this week. Obviously, fuck you to the Kardashians and all things Kardashian West. Kanye, idiot. Doctor idiot now. <laughs> Did he get a doc- honorary doctorate? Yeah. Come on, being a dick. Am I the only person that's not a doctor? We got Dr. Ann, Dr. Luke, and just Adam wa- walking around this motherfucker. Oh. I don't understand what's happening. I'm only a detective. <laughs> <laughs> I need a fucking title. He's my, a sidekick. My, He's a detective. My degrees I, are in murderology and murderonomy. You're a ninja. So. <laughs> Not to be racist on two levels. <laughs> Anything else you want to promote? Oh, uh, Geeks of Go-Go. I absolutely want to promote that. 
want to promote, we're going to get to it. Obviously, everyone from the Disease Network for their our flagship show, you're going to get a disease, Dodge Drunks, Vagina Dialogues. Something uh, gate, of that course. just happened. And last, lastly, uh, last something and gate. Last and absolutely least something yeah, the, gate. The huh. last one that I might as well make it a footnote. Something <laughs> gate. Great, great, great. Great entertainment show. Is this technically going to be episode 15 if you guys recorded 13? Wait, no, uh, 13 was... 13's in the car right now. 13's halfway recorded in the car. Nice. Yeah, because th- 13 would have technically been the Avengers. The other second half yeah. of the ride is going to be like, so those guys are a bunch of fucking... <laughs> so <laughs> can we never go there again? <laughs> but uh, you can find Something Gate on Twitter, our official Something Gate page, at uh, something underscore gate. You can also find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash something gate. Uh, you can find myself, Jared Sampson, on Facebook and my, what, what is your, my liege, my hero, my mentor. mentor. What's your Xbox Live account name? Is uh, Harloon17. Harloon? Harloon, yep. It's actually a name from Asheron's Call back in the day. It was a big mobile guy. Anyway, but uh, yeah, Harloon, H-A-R-L-U-N-E-17, uh, Xbox Live. <laughs> MMO. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, if anybody wants to play it, we have an awesome Clash of Clans clan that we... How much is that? Free. Is it free? I don't yeah. know. Every time Kate Upton's on my screen, it's just like, titties! No, that's, 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 that's something award. That's Game Award. Game Award, yeah. yeah. Oh. This is that one like, where you got like, the skeletons. Like, it's like, more cartoon. Different kind of company. One. Different yeah. quality product. Yeah. yeah Do they have titties in the commercial? <laughs> they don't. Hard sell. It is. It is. But, uh, yeah. So thanks for having us, guys. Really oh, appreciate it. It's been a fun time. What do you got to promote? Um, you got. We want to put all your stuff out there. You already promoted all the podcasts, which is what I was going to do. Well, we're not so. podnogamous on this show, so also listen to Taking the Bullet by Roman and Lee Murray. Available on iTunes or on the RF4RM.com uh, network. Um, also, Radio Rebels, who just followed us on SoundCloud. Shout really? out to those guys. we got to have those guys on soon. Thanks, um, man. Really great episode. If I may make a suggestion, please switch your show to MP3 format, because those WAV files are huge to download. Oh, fuck. Um, so I recommend, if you're going to listen to the show, if you're into old school house music, it's an awesome show to listen to. Probably download it on your desktop so you don't have to sit there and download on your phone. Um, but Or just listen straight off the SoundCloud app like I do, yeah. and it goes pretty well. Worth the wait, regardless. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. great, great shows, one yeah. way or another. How, however you wish to listen, listen. Uh, but otherwise, let's, um, let's call it a podcast. Are you done promoting? I am done promoting. You're done promoting? I'm done promoting. I'm done promoting. I'm did you mention? I'm sad I didn't get to do the pledge. Did you mention Vagina Dialogues to listen to? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah you did. Did. Well, actually, you did. Yeah. No, I said it. Yeah, when, said I did my, when I did my five. Yeah. Okay. I didn't get to do the Fantastic Four pledge, though. No, we took, we're going to film it a little bit. Master oh. of the Chicken Taco. <laughs> Shout out to Claire. Thanks for watching the Samsonites tonight. So, Jared, you make it out. <laughs> Samsonite's Candy Castle. You guys have more nicknames than you do regular ones. I think Mounds I gave them the why. That's why it's Candy Castle because it's Mounds and Almond Joy. As, yeah. as we explained during the last podcast. I know. It's just, well, I don't know. Well, not everybody listens to the huge episodes for your explaining. Huge. All right, let's cut this one off before it gets as long All right, as let's sign off from the FTC so we get to some Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Yes. Oh, yeah! I'm Rodney Sinio. Um, I'm Adam Flores. I'm Steve Barta. I'm Jared Sampson. And um, that just happened.
Price is right, Jingle? <laughs>